Hello, you're welcome to the Living Intentionally for God podcast and we'll be continuing on our Journey to Spiritual Awakening 4.1 series. The theme for this JTSA is Understanding Prayer and this episode will be discussing group prayer. So, um, by before we go into that, I'd like us to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask that you please speak to us, teach us about group prayers and help us to use them as useful tools um, in our journey with you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. A group is two or more individuals individuals assembled together or having a unifying relationship. So a group prayer is when two or more people gather together or assemble together to pray be it physically or not the bible at many instances records believers praying together and i'd like us to look at some of them so first is acts chapter 2 verses 1 to 4 acts 2 1 to 4 and he says when the day of pentecost had fully come they were all with one accord in one place and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So there we see that, you know, these people, these believers were together and they prayed in other tongues as the Holy Spirit gave them utterance. In fact, before then, they were sitting down together and Bible records that for about 10 days they were waiting um praying yes in the upper room all right so next is um pete um when we i like us to open to acts chapter 12 verses 5 acts 12 5 and verse 12 acts chapter 12 verses 5 and verse 12 it says verse 5 peter was therefore kept in prison but constant prayer was offered to god for him by the church and when we look at verse 12 we see so when he had considered this he came to the house of mary the mother of john whose surname was mark where many gathered together praying this was peter after he had been released from the prison and then he came to the house of um, mary of john of mary pardon me the mother of john and they saw people praying they were gathered together praying they were praying for him actually so we see another you know congregation where believers are praying together acts chapter 4 verses 23 to 24 acts 4 23 to 24 it reads and being let go they went to their own companions and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said to them so when they heard that they raised their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, you are God who made heaven and earth and the sea and all that is in them. So in this case, um, it, um, the apostles had been you know, threatened not to preach the gospel. And afterwards, what they did was they went to join with their companions and they raised their voice together to God. So they prayed together. That's a good prayer. And this... It's just to establish the fact that praying as a group is biblical and therefore we should you know do it as believers praying individually is good and praying as a group is also important so in our work with god we should learn to do both of them 
I'd like us to also remember that as believers, we have not been called to be alone, but to a body. We are a body of Christ and therefore it's important that we function as such. Some people don't like group prayers and they always want to be alone with their God, but it's not all right. We must work together as a body and strengthen each other. We must be united in love and make our time to pray even as a group. So what's the purpose of praying as a group? As in, what are the benefits? What does it, why should we pray group prayers? You know, because when we gain understanding of a particular subject or thing, we are able to do it more. We are able to apply ourselves more and also apply ourselves well. So one is unity. One purpose for group prayers is unity. The Bible recommends group prayers and that's because God wants us to be united. If there was never a need for you to pray with another person or fellowship with another person, you may disregard them and therefore be divided. Oftentimes, when we don't see the need for a thing, we discard it or disregard it. But God has called us to live in unity and group prayers full start out. And I believe that that's one of the reasons is recommended in the Bible. Let's look at a passage, John chapter 13, verses 34 to 35. John 13, 34 to 35. It says, A new commandment I give you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this will all know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. Using this passage, I'm trying to highlight the need for us to live in love and as and in unity as believers. And so even the activities that we do are targeted towards that purpose. This is the command that God has given to us. It's the mandate that God has given to us that we are united, that we live in love. You know, if you look at John chapter 17, when Jesus Christ was praying for the church, when he was leaving, you know, he prayed for the apostles and he also prayed for those who believe on him. The key thing he kept mentioning is unity, being one. And when we understand that we have a divine mandate to be one, to be united, we also understand that every other activity we do is likely to, you know, help us attain that oneness. You see, when we pray, one of the key things that prayer does to us, it changes us and helps us to be like Christ. And the characteristic feature of Christ and God, you know, amongst other things, is love. So all our activities must be, you know, tender towards love. And so one of the reasons why we pray good prayers is unity. God wants us to be united as believers, to love. And so we must pray or we should pray good prayers because it helps us stay united. Yes. Two is easing burdens. Again, I repeat easing burdens when we look at matthew 26 36 to 38 matthew 26 36 to 38 he says then jesus came with them to a place called gethsemane and said to the disciples sit here while i go and pray over there and he took with him peter and the two sons of zebedee and he began to sorrowfully and deeply and he began to be sorrowfully and deeply distressed Then he said unto them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even to death. Stay here with me and watch. Stay here and watch with me. This is the voice of Jesus. This is what Jesus is saying to people, to believers. Stay here and watch with me. You see, from this passage, we see that Jesus was exceedingly sorrowful. And this was because of the burden that was on him. 
he had to call some disciples to watch and pray with him. And that's why he said, stay here and watch with me. If Jesus could ask a man to join him in prayer, that shows that we too need ourselves in the place of prayer and to ease our burdens. You know, Jesus was exceedingly sorrowful. He was deeply distressed and he wanted someone to pray along with him. Stay here. Watch with me. Let's pray together. Although, you know, he still moved them away a bit, but he was joining with them in the place of prayer. So when we continue in the above part, passage, we find out that that, Jesus, that Christ came again. And when he saw Peter sleeping, he asked him why he was sleeping. You know, if we look at Matthew 26, chapter 40, he says, Then he came to the disciples and found them sleeping. And he said to Peter, What? Could you not watch with me one hour? So that showed that he was intentional about Peter and the disciples joining him in prayer. Not just for himself, for, but for also themselves. And this helps us to point to the fact that we pray group prayers to ease burdens. You know, in this case, the disciples were supposed to support Jesus in easing his burdens. And we too should support one another in easing our bodies, as well as we support Christ in easing his burdens. So prayer, we pray group prayers to ease burdens. Three is to accomplish much. To accomplish much. Um, when we look at Joshua chapter 23, verses 10, Joshua 23, verses 10, he says, One man of you shall chase a thousand, for the Lord your God is he who fights for you as he promised you. If we look at Deuteronomy 32, verses 30, he says, How could one chase a thousand and two put ten thousand to flight, unless their rock had sold them and the Lord had surrendered them? What I like us notice in this passage, particularly the second one, is that it says that how can one chase a thousand and two put ten thousand to flight? Ideally, when you do the mathematics, it's supposed to be one to one thousand, then two will equal one thousand plus one thousand, which is two thousand. But no, all that doesn't work here. It's different in the spirit. It's different when we pray. In prayer, when one puts one thousand down, to put 10,000 to flight. So when we, you know, join together in prayer, there is massive effect. You know, we accomplish much. Same applies when we, you know, we, we gather together and pray. If two is putting 10,000 to fly, how much more three, how much more four, and many like that. So we accomplish much more than the normal or the expected when we join together to pray as groups. And this should encourage us not to take group prayers for granted and cherish them. Four is that we receive healing and help. We receive healing and help. Again, there are some things that you need help with and it's good that you admit it. You can't do everything all by yourself. Let's take for instance, you are battling with a secret sin or something you may need a, group, a person or group to pray with and help you. So let's see what James has to say about this. James chapter 5, verse 16. James 5, 16 says, Confess your trespasses to one another and pray one for another that you may be healed. The effective fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. I repeat, confess your trespasses one to another and pray one for another that you may be healed. So from this passage, your healing, your help comes when you pray with one another when in this particular situation so sometimes we need group prayers when praying for you know 
help for healing and by healing i don't just mean physical healing and other things so we receive healing and help when we pray as groups because even the bible recommends that we pray one for another so that we may be healed especially when you know we have trespassed five is to keep the fire burning to keep the fire burning as we must have learned according um um as must have learned during this jtsc that is joined to spiritual awakening group prayers does help keep the fire burning you know i like to look at it this way when you are trying to make a bonfire a bonfire is a large fire built in the open air the fewer the sticks you put you know to 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 light the fire when you light the fire on the sticks yeah so the fewer the sticks you put the faster the fire is going to quench but the more sticks you put the longer it's going to keep burning and the more massive the fire will be when we periodically join in group prayers we keep the fire burning and in fact it increases and is more massive you know you can apply the principle of sticks with bonfire to us and and fire in terms of you know our relationship with god when we join together as believers when you don't stand alone when you join with other people you keep the fire burning you even make a larger fire and it lasts longer praying for an hour or two may be difficult on your own but when you join with a group of people it seems more achievable indeed there is strength in numbers and particularly by the help of the holy spirit when we look at ecclesiastes chapter 4 verses 9 to 12 it says two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor for if they fall one will lift up his companion but woe to him who is alone when he falls for he has no one to help him up again if two lie down together they will keep warm but how can one be warm alone though one may be overpowered by another two can withstand them a threefold cord is not quickly broken so this just highlights the power of numbers you know praying in groups being in groups it helps a lot and we can very much apply this in the place of prayer now let's look at some promises attached to praying as a group so we are encouraged to do so matthew chapter 18 verses 19 matthew 18 19 says again i say to you that if two agree on earth concerning anything that they ask it will be done for them by my father in heaven this shows that if two or more people agree on something in jesus name it will be done for them and note agreement is a form of prayer matthew 18 20 matthew chapter 18 verses 20 says for where two or three are gathered together in my name i am there in the midst of them this assures us of the presence of god whenever we gather together even to pray now this does not mean that god isn't hearing us when we pray alone it's just an assurance that he is there when we are together so how often should we pray in groups how often should we pray in groups uh when we look at acts chapter 2 verses 46 to 47 acts 2 46 to 47 it says so continue daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house they ate and their food they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart, praising god and having favor with all people and the lord added to the church daily those who were being blessed 
now this was the early church and they met daily they met daily and i'm sure well by my understanding that they must have also prayed daily now to answer the question from this passage how often should we pray in groups the answer i believe is as often as you can as often as you can it can be daily weekly as often as possible because it's very important and very powerful as we've highlighted what should be noted is that it must not take the place of your personal prayers to god group prayers are not sufficient for us to have a good relationship with god therefore we must have our personal devotion and time with god regardless of them so your family devotions are not enough your prayer with friends are not enough your church prayers are not enough we ought to daily make our time to spend with our lord aside these group prayers that should be done as often as possible I would like us to also note that praying with someone or some people regularly can hardly be detrimental. Rather, it's beneficial. So even if you feel you have a good relationship with God, praying with a group should and will only make it better and not worse, especially when you allow the Holy Spirit to lead you into it. Also, it can be very benefiting for those you are praying with. So don't be mindful of yourself alone, but of others too. Praying in a group with someone or some people can be mainly to help them out, strengthen them, and share their burdens. Now, what are examples of forms of group prayers? Examples of forms of group prayers. One, according to my list here, is family devotions slash prayers. This is wonderful, especially if it hasn't become some form of ritual or form of religious activity but still maintains its intentionality and spirituality it's a form of group prayer and you can agree together on issues that are bothering you bothering any member of the family as well as pray for the things we ought to as written in the scriptures by the leading of the holy spirit the saying goes a family that prays together stays together and this emphasizes the first point which is unity I believe every Christian family should have a family devotion daily and you can encourage your parents to start one if it's not happening in your home or if you are a parent, you definitely should start one. Now two is with a friend or group of friends, that is fellow believers. You can agree with a friend to be praying regularly, you can have a prayer partner and again this is very very important really kind of helps you not to fall as we read in ecclesiastes chapter 4 verses 9 to 11. it could be daily or any way you want it as sure as long as you're led by the holy spirit and it also helps you to be consistent in prayer sometimes you may not feel like praying but your partner or partners do and so you're encouraged to pray along with them and it could be vice versa too so such prayer groups also help you pray personally they develop you to a level that you are even able to pray on your own because the more you pray the more you are able to pray if you are considering doing one that's if you've not started you can do so just pray about it and let god direct you to a friend also it could even be a sibling at home or all your siblings either way praying with a friend or a group of friends is good and it's a form of group prayer third is church prayers this is the church by this i mean gathering of brethren you regularly join with church prayers are good too and it's a form of group prayer 
It could be during the regular Sunday or Saturday service or midweek service or any time set by the church. Every church must pray together. Remember, we are a house of prayer and so we must pray regularly together and share Christ's burdens and also each other's burdens. Therefore, you are encouraged to join in your church praying, praying time or times. Now, fourth, according to my list, is joining to pray for a particular cause. What I mean by this is that you are you join a prayer group that has a specific mandate and you begin to pray with them. You know, this is different from the previous one where you are praying with your friends and, you know, most likely your prayer points are going to be about yourselves, you know, personal issues. But in this case, you are joining with a group that has a particular mandate and little to do with personal issues. Let's take, for instance, a group has decided we are going to pray for Nigeria every day. That is, if you dwell in Nigeria or wherever you stay, USA, England, Ireland, wherever you stay, and a group has decided we are going to pray for our nation daily or weekly, you joining that group, you know, is a form of group prayer. It's it's different from when you are praying with your friends and, you know, you're just doing it to pray about your personal issues or things that burdens on your heart. So joining a group to pray for a particular cause can also be a form of group prayers. Also, group prayers can take the form of praying together at the same time or taking turns, that is, doing a prayer chain and possibly more as long as it's an intentional and cooperative effort towards praying. In conclusion, I would like to encourage every one of us to join in at least one form of prayer group if we haven't. It's very vital in our faith and helps us journey the extra mile. There's so much in store for us in our journey with God, and I believe this is one of the ways we easily can access them. God bless you and help us live intentionally for Him. In Jesus' name, Amen.